Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Bryce Cherry, our guest, the sports editor for the Waco Tribune Herald, talking about the uh, the project that's underway, naming the all-decade teams for the decade of the 2010s for Baylor sports. I think it was John Werner, honestly, who said, "Hey, you know, we really ought to do this for for Baylor. Um, you know, we got we need things to write about." And <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. You put it all together, I mean, uh, women's basketball won a couple national titles, you saw the emergence of uh, acrobatics and tumbling as a as a powerhouse program under Coach Fee. Obviously, football, you know, with what they've done the last 10 years, a couple Big 12 titles, you know, a Fiesta Bowl, a Sugar Bowl. Um, you know, and I, I think that does count because that's the 2019 season. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, men's basketball. I mean, there's just been a lot of highlights. No. From the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on a Friday. Good Friday, and welcome in. Glad you're with us. Bryce Cherry in the open. Bryce was with us yesterday from the Waco Tribune Herald, talking about the project that is uh, ongoing and will be for a while, uh, a collaborative project between the Trib and Baylor Athletics, uh, naming the all-decade teams for every sport for Baylor Athletics. Talked about women's cross-country was uh, printed in the Trib yesterday. That's on our web- website, BaylorBears.com, and then Sunday. The next team to be introduced will be the uh, all-decade softball team for the uh, decade of the 2010s. Uh, If you missed that interview with Bryce, uh, it's available as are all interviews on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. And as we get going on this Friday morning, welcome in uh, Q from the studio. Q, good morning to you. Hey. Hey, 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 good, hey, good morning. Got to hit the buttons there. You know, the microphones don't work without buttons, but, uh, yes. Good morning. Good Friday. Uh, we are here and, uh, we are still, uh, socially distancing ourselves. Uh, absolutely. We are. I'm home, uh, sheltering in, uh, in the study in the front of our house, looking out the front, uh, front windows and, uh, here in Hewitt. Q is in the studio. Uh, if, uh, Q wasn't there doing his job, I'd be sitting here talking to myself. So Q appreciate it. <laughs> And we couldn't do it without you, literally could not do it without you. You know, so, some of the best conversations I've ever had have been with myself. So yeah, that, sure, might, that yeah. might not be a bad thing because at least when I <laughs> at least when I disagree with myself, I usually don't lose the disagreement. You know, usually yeah. I can I can reason with myself into it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a few times I'm uh, out mowing or something, you know, by myself. Right. And uh, I'll stop to maybe, you know, dump it into a bag or something. And my wife will stick her head out the door and say, who are you talking to? And I said, <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody. She said, you were talking away. And I said, okay, well, I didn't even realize yep. it. So Me too. That happens. That does happen sometimes. 
Hey, uh, let you know, uh, coming up this hour, uh, this will be fun. We're going to check in with Andy Thomas from Baylor Baseball, senior catcher. Uh, Andy is in California, but uh, he is kind enough to, has agreed to uh, get up early and be on with us. So we'll visit with him, talk about, uh, you know, what's going on, what he's doing out there. Obviously still, um, you know, through uh, online classes, still finishing up his final semester here at Baylor. But he's been given the option to come back. Uh, we'll see what his thought process is there. If he wants to come back for another year here at Baylor, uh, just what's going on in California generally during this pandemic. <laughs> so Andy's a, a Q. I don't know if you've ever talked to him. He's a fun guy. He'll be fun to visit with and uh, he'll be very entertaining, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember talking to him a couple times at different media sessions for uh, Baylor baseball, but uh, that, that's just about it. Never really on a, on an interview type setting, you know, just like I said, a media session. But uh, I'm interested to, to hear from him. And I know that there's not a whole lot going on in California at all right now. So I'm very interested to see what he's he's got uh, going on right now. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he's in San Diego. So we'll see, you know, what his normal routine is uh, during this uh during this unique time. So that'll be fun. We'll visit with Andy Thomas from Baylor Baseball uh, about what his uh, thoughts are for the future, you know, if he's coming back, if he's going to take advantage of another year. He is a senior, but uh, obviously he's got the option to come back for another senior season at Baylor or uh, move on. So we'll find that out and visit with Andy Thomas coming up in a bit. Uh, Did I lose you? I think I lost J-Mo. (laughs) <laughs> we'll try to reconnect with J-Mo. Looks like we have a little bit of technical difficulties, and that happens sometimes. That happens sometimes. So let's go ahead and take a real quick break and see if I can reconnect with uh, the voice of the Bears. It is 9.04. This is ESPN Central Texas. And that's two for the Jayhawks at the end, but the Bears win by 12. Baylor's first win ever in Allen Fieldhouse, and the Bears, number four in the nation, impressive in a win over third-ranked Kansas on their home floor. Final score, Baylor 67, Kansas 55. And, John, this this Baylor team is the real deal. The home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need the strongest immune system we can build. A healthy diet supported by the right vitamins and nutritional supplements may help enhance your immune system, specifically a comprehensive multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. When you use coupon code BOOST50 on coopercomplete.com, you'll get 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's BOOST50 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping. Make Cooper Complete part of your daily vitamin regimen and boost that immune system at baylor university students can shine in their own way or should we say their own ways because there's no limit to the ways baylor students make the world a brighter place whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling getting advice from faculty or taking part in world-class research pursuing their dreams or working toward their dream job students find their place to shine at baylor where lights shine bright a bank in any town usa treats everyone like well anyone at central national bank we provide central texans with a different kind of banking We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday morning. Uh, sports fans, golf fans, even casual golf fans will probably uh, recognize that uh, that uh, tune as we come back. Oh, that CBS Sports uh, music from the Masters, which would be going on right now. Round two of the Masters would be underway in Augusta. But uh, Q, sorry we dropped out there. My fault here. Uh, as we just lost the uh, wireless signal, but uh, uh, the Masters, one of those things that is not happening. It's been pushed to, what they say? Are they going to play in November? Is that right? For yeah. The Masters? Yeah, November. And it's going to be, it's about week 10 or week 11 of the NFL football season if that gets wow. kicked off at the right time. So it should be interesting to see how, you know, the Masters is wrapping up on Sunday and then all of a sudden football is being played as well. So it should be interesting. But uh, again, they, they didn't cancel it. They postponed it. Yeah, but think about golf in November in, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Augusta, Georgia. Right. I mean, what's the weather going to be like? That's uh, that's going to be maybe tricky. Exactly, exactly. There's a lot of uh, moving parts here that should be, like you said, interesting and tricky. But, uh, yeah, they just pushed it back to till November. And so uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But, you know, you hit it on the head when you said even your casual golf fan, because that's who I am. I'm the casual golf <laughs> fan. But as soon as you hear that music, you know exactly what it is. You know it's exactly Masters Times. Yep, exactly. So uh, one of the events that uh, we're missing at this time of the year, and this would have been, uh, you know, this would have been the week. I always think about Jim Nance, who does the NCAA Final Four, and then directly after that championship game on a Monday night, he goes to Augusta and then does the Masters the remainder of the week. It's a, it's a pretty good week for old Jim Nance. Yeah, I think so, and he's really, really good at what he does. But, yeah, uh, that's a very busy week, and, a, and a, I mean, man, it doesn't get too much better than that, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So uh, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Sorry we dropped out. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. I was starting to talk about, and I don't know how much uh, you heard before I dropped out, uh, we did record the podcast with okay. uh, Mac Rhodes yesterday uh, in my office. Uh, it was Brooke Bednars from Baylor Vision and I and Mac, and we separated by uh, – it was, it was probably six feet between us as we spread the headsets out uh, in my office. And it was really good with Mac on a, on a number, a number of topics. And he just has information that uh, most of us do not have. Uh, Mac is the chairman of the Big 12 Athletic Directors Committee that meets on a very regular basis. And uh, Mac was very open and forthcoming with all the information that he had. Uh, so when that podcast is available, we'll let you know where you can find it. And uh, you'll enjoy hearing from him, Baylor's director of athletics. Uh, Q, we talked uh, a lot, obviously, about the fall and football and what that might look like. And Mac, uh, in in 
you know, simplest terms, said he's very optimistic uh, that we'll have football in some form this year. Uh, there's a number of possible uh, scenarios for football. One is uh, playing conference games only. One is uh, starting a little later, maybe like October to start the season, just to give a little more time. Uh, one one idea being floated out there is starting in January with football season, college football season. And again, all these nothing is nothing is close to being decided. But he said those are just a few of the ideas that are being floated out there. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's something that I know we all want. We want to make sure that we get the football season in. And, and uh, you know, it's very important for so many different reasons. But uh, yeah, I mean, right now it's, it just kind of feels like even though I know like Mac Rhodes is not going to just throw out some kind of whatever just some speculation but at the same time it almost feels like well this is this is what we can do if it starts at this date and this is what we can do if it starts at this date you know it's just it's almost like they have uh it feels like they're gonna have about four or five different plans depending on when things can actually get started yeah that's right and and right now it's just kind of you know throwing uh spaghetti noodles at the the wall and see what sticks you know just a lot of different ideas that are being floated out there and vetted, and, uh, uh, you know, there's the financial issue of that, but certainly the thing that is first and foremost is the safety of uh, student-athletes, coaches, fans, uh, you know, what what's that? That has to be the first, uh, first topic and first thought before anything can move forward, getting back together for athletic events. Yeah, exactly, and, uh, you know, I've kind of talked about it on the show uh, about a week ago, you know, even when everything is said and done and we start to get back to activities and you start to see, you know, a football being played or any sport being played, you know, at what point are the fans in general, I think that they, you bringing that up was a really important point. At what point are the fans going to be comfortable in starting to attend games again? It's a big thing. I mean, that, yep. that's a big part of it. I mean, uh, fans feeling comfortable, even if, you know, the uh, schools are given the go-ahead to get student-athletes back together, allow them to practice, and allow them to play games. You know, how do the fans feel about that? Because, you know, you think about it, uh, it it's hard to be socially distant in McLean Stadium right. or in, in the Farrell Center, you know, or in any uh, football stadium or arena. Um, and, in you know, f- people, I think – I think this, I think people are going to change their way of thinking in a lot of areas having gone through this, and I think it might take us a while to get back to uh, gathering in big crowds. I'm not sure what it'll take, but I just think it'll take a while before people feel comfortable getting together in big groups. I agree 100%. I mean, it just you don't just I don't think you just flip a switch and all of a sudden it just goes from social social distancing to hey buddy, you know, like hey, right. hey we're, right. we're we're good to go again. I mean, I do think that this is a game changer and and what I mean by that is just I think that it's going to take a while to get back to um, you know, how it was, life as it was before this all happened. I think it's going to take a while. I think everyone's just going to be ready to just jump right in and say, yeah, no problem. Me and my family, we're going to go to this game. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it, there's going to be a lot of uh, thought about that. And But, again, who knows, you know, where the situation will be as we're talking on, what, April 10th. Right. You know, what's the situation going to be like uh, on May 10th and June, July, and August 10th, and the football season for Baylor right now scheduled to begin on September 5th. So, you know, who knows uh, what's going to happen between now and then. But, uh, you know, the main thing is we've got to just keep doing what we're doing right now. It appears to be working. It appears to be helping. And, uh, you know, you can't worry in in doing that and doing what is right. So, uh, 
we've just got to keep doing that and then see how things uh, play out down the road. Exactly right. And that, and that's all we can do. So there's no reason to get uh, up in arms about it because there's, <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it except for just kind of roll with the punches. Yep, boy, you got that right. Exactly right. All right, uh, we're glad you're with us on this Friday morning. John Morris uh, sheltered in at home. Q is in the studio for us, and uh, we appreciate you being with us. We're going to visit with Andy Thomas coming up in just a bit. Andy, uh, senior catcher for the Bears. Andy, as I was setting up this interview through Rachel Caton with Athletic Communications, uh, she let me know that Andy has his own podcast which is pretty cool. So walking the dog this morning, I listened to Andy's podcast. Uh, it's called Behind the Dish. We'll ask him about it, uh, ask him uh, you know, where he came up with the idea, but it's, it's just him by himself. And uh, the first episode is him by himself, and I listened to that this morning. And uh, Q, it's really good. He's just kind of talking about where he is and where he is school-wise and baseball-wise, what he's doing for his workouts. Uh, you know, he, he went home to uh, San Diego expecting to be there just a few days, or, or I guess it was the, the uh, uh, self-quarantine for the baseball team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hadn't been back since then, so he's got to make a trip back to Waco at some point to get uh, chargers, uh, computer chargers and phone chargers <laughs> and some more clothes and things like that. But, uh, you know, he's, he's in a situation, and it'll be good to talk to him about you know, just this uh, abrupt end of the season, the Baylor baseball season, and, and where he goes from here. Yeah, it should be very, very interesting. I remember uh, the, I think it was the very first media session right before the season started against that series against Nebraska when they were about to kick things off at a Baylor ballpark. I believe he talked to the media and was just excited about this senior year. So uh, obviously that came to a halt really, really quickly. So yeah, it'd be a lot of fun to talk to him and just what's going on and what his thoughts are. And great to have the option, uh, as he and other spring sports student-athletes do, of coming back for another year. So we'll get his thoughts on that as well and what he's thinking about uh, potentially coming back, uh, having another year playing for Baylor or uh, or moving on to other things. So uh, now tell me about this, Q. What do you know about the baseball draft? Have they made a move for sure about shortening the baseball draft, or is that still in the talk? I stage? don't believe it's a hundred percent official yet. Okay, that's you, what I think too. Yeah, I don't think it is because I haven't seen a headline that said that it was official. Official. It was just I think it was th- the thoughts, and they were in the works. So that could be a factor also if you talk about baseball guys who uh, you know might leave school early or leaving after your uh, junior year. Um, uh, or I mean, after your senior year, you know, if the draft is shortened, that's not as many uh, spots, uh, you know, to be potentially drafted. So that could factor into his decision as well. Yeah, we're, I do believe that. And that was something I remember when we talked to Coach Rodriguez. It was one of the questions that I had was, you know, is this going to kind of influence guys to come back because the potential of the draft being shortened and they, they might not uh, have those slots like you mentioned. So it, it might make more sense for a player to decide to come back and have a better shot at it next season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so all those things uh, we'll throw at uh, Andy Thomas and get his thoughts on those. We'll be joined by the Baylor senior catcher after a break. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning. John Morris Show, stay sheltered in best you can. Stay at home as best you can. We're brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Real estate is essential, and uh, Apex uh, Caldwell Banker Apex is still safely showing, selling, and listing homes. Uh, They say that this is uh, a dual market, meaning it's great for selling 
sellers because of demand, and it's great for buyers because of rates. Uh, for uh, Amanda and Caldwell Banker Apex, they've sold 38 properties already through three months this year, 34 new listings, 36 properties under contract, and Caldwell Banker Apex is up 41.5% from this time last year. How about that? So many things are down right now business-wise and just off with the uh, climate we're in. But Caldwell Banker Apex up 41.5% from this time last year. Uh, check it out. Uh, just Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker Apex Realtor. That'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, uh, some videos uh, and testimonials, all of that available. Check it out. Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker Apex Realtor. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Coach Gene Stallings joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Junction comes up a lot. Bear Bryant, you know, some negative things have come out of that story. There's some incredibly positive stories. Now, the only cute thing that happened at Junction, this was a Saturday night. Coach Bryant came in meeting with the team, and he said, tomorrow is Sunday. How many of you guys like to go to church tomorrow? Mo, we all shot our hands up. <laughs> and he, he said, Troy Sumlin, the manager around, he said, Now, Troy, I want you to go down and get everybody's name that wants to go to church. And Coach Brown looked at the list. Everybody was on except one player. And he said, isn't this nice? Everybody want to go to church? We're going to go right after we practice. <laughs> we thought we were going to go to church instead of practice. It's the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Thought about buying a home but weren't sure if you'd qualify? NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 26 years, and they are ready to help you. Not enough money for a down payment or low credit scores? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you get the best loan. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting that perfect home. Call 254-752-1647 or visit us online at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco. Homeownership the right way. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. In a phone conversation with the Dallas Morning News on Thursday, it was revealed that the Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby and other Big 12 staffers reduced all salaries by 10% on Monday. Bowlesby said, and I quote, we needed to save money. It isn't just salaries. We cut all the budgets 10% too. We are foregoing year-end bonuses, which for a couple of employees amounts to a fairly substantial amount of money, end quote. In the NFL, the Texans have made another trade involving a wide receiver as they sent a 2020 second-round pick, number 57 overall, to the Rams for speedy wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a 2022 fourth-round pick. To get all the details about this trade and all things Texans-related, be sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White to me at 1230 as we talk to John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us. Welcome in on this Friday morning. We appreciate you tuning in this morning, and we are pleased and honored to have with us uh, Andy Thomas from Baylor Baseball, number 25 in your program, number one in your heart, who joins us from uh, home there in California. And, Andy, good morning. to You're getting up early for us this morning, uh, Pacific time. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. This is not uh, – so what's your normal uh, – norm, a normal schedule for you? You're not normally up this early, are you? <laughs> no, quarantine or even when I'm back in school, I'm usually not <laughs> yeah. up this early. So <laughs> a little early, but I'm more than happy to get up to be on your show. Well, appreciate it. It's great to hear from you. And uh, Rachel uh, put me onto your uh, podcast, and I listened to that this morning. Hey, really good job. I mean, that is really good. How would you have the idea to start that? Well, thank you so much for the podcast. Um, I I was going around the house, you know, kind of bored, doing my schoolwork and thinking to myself, I think I could make a podcast. And so yeah. I thought I had a few good things to talk about, and I think I'm going to have some good, more good, you know, podcast ideas coming up. But I thought that people might want to hear what I have to say. So I decided, oh, let's try it, you know, with my uh, computer mic. And then I talked to my grandma. She got me a little better set up. And so kind of just took off from there. I'm learning as I go, though. It's been fun. It- it's really good. I mean, I've listened to the first episode only, but uh, it, it's really good. You know, you are, uh, uh, you know, the term loquacious. You know what that means? I have no idea. What okay. That means, I'm being honest with you. <laughs> you are you are well spoken, and it's not easy to do oh, a podcast you. when you're you know you're you're just talking. It's not like you're talking to someone or interviewing someone. It's just you. But you uh, you pulled it off really well, and that's a that's a real art. A lot of people I don't think could do that. Thank you so much. It was a lot of trial and error for sure. I uh, like you said when you're not talking to someone, you're you got to kind of imagine someone's there and that you're right. having a conversation with somebody. So it was a bit strange at first, but thank you. I do appreciate the compliments. No, it's very good. It really is. Behind the Dish is uh, the name of it. And where could folks find that if they're listening to us and they want to find your podcast? Uh, it's currently on my Twitter right now, okay. uh, but I'm, I got a couple uh, 
email request to get it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So it should be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify by the end, by the end of the week. Hey, there you go. So, Perfect. That's great. Well, how yes, how are th- how are things in California? Uh, you seem like you're you know half a world away from where we are here in Waco. But just you know, with the sheltering in and everything going on, just give us a sense of how things are uh, there in California. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for the past three and a half weeks, uh, been home, and I think for two and a half. The last two and a half weeks, we've been in a pretty serious shelter in place. I think it went in a little earlier than Texas did. Um, I think our governor thought there was some more uh, worry just because there's some huge numbers popping up in San Jose and San Francisco, and so he made that decision early to shut it down. So we've been we've been in that shelter in place for two and a half weeks now, and for the past I don't know two weeks, there's been a mandatory mask protocol, mask and glove protocol when you go out in public. So it's been pretty serious, but. You know, I've been trying to take it as light as possible and staying at home more than anything. I think is the best thing we can do. So I've been staying at home a lot. You know, my workouts I'm doing at home, uh, eating at home, uh, just doing everything at home. <laughs> it's really boring, but, you know, it's probably best for for the country for sure. Are, are folks, you know, around where you are and where you live, uh, are they being compliant with this for the most part? I mean, everybody understands the seriousness of it and they're, you know, they're, they're doing what they're told. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you see people walking around the neighborhood and whatnot, but when you go out in public, it's pretty much a ghost town, you know, except for the few things like the grocery stores, which people have to go to. But other than that, the beaches are all closed. The, you know, restaurants and bars down here are all closed for, anything except takeout so it's it's, it's kind of weird it's kind of eerie but it's uh it's been good it's been good to spend time with family and you know stay in the home and and get a bunch of rest except for this morning <laughs> <laughs> except for us getting you up early this morning and you uh <laughs> you, you, you mentioned this on the podcast you had hopes of going out there and getting some golf in you know with the extra time but whoops nope no golf course no golfing yeah, for you yeah <laughs> no i know it's, I'm, I'm bummed uh most of the golf courses where i live down here in uh, pacific beach or our municipal um state-run courses so they were one of the first things to shut down unfortunately but um, yeah, I was planning on doing some golfing, planning on doing some fishing, but beaches and bays are closed and golf courses are closed. So it's kind of left me to isolate and start my podcast, really. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Thomas with us, uh, Baylor baseball senior catcher. Andy, and I remember talking to you right before that uh, opening series against Nebraska, that opening series at home at Baylor Ballpark, and you guys were all pretty pumped up about getting into the season. Obviously lost that Friday night game, but went on to win that uh, that uh, that series, and it was a, a really good look for, for Baylor. How did you guys feel? I, I know obviously the season got cut short, but how did you guys feel that you were playing as a unit, as a team, uh, until up until the, the minute when you couldn't play anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Um I thought we had really good momentum going. You know, we, we did lose a couple key Friday night games um, that opening weekend. Then we lost at Cal Poly on Friday. But other than that, we had really good momentum going. You know, we lost a couple midweeks, and I think our record didn't show as good of a team as we actually were when we got cut short. But we swept the SEC, you know, we went out and battled against Nebraska. We, we handled Cal Poly, you know, one, one or two different pitches against that Cal Poly series and sweep them as well. So I thought we had a really good year going. Uh, we had really, really good pitching, and our hitting was just starting to click. So give us two more weeks in that season, and I think we're uh, we're probably one or two in the Big 12 that year. You know, so it, it, was fr- it was frustrating, but, you know, it is what it is. 
Right, no, no doubt about that. You know, it's funny you mentioned the the Friday nights. You lost a couple of those Friday night games, but you were able to bounce back. You know, and win those series that you lost on Friday nights. Was it one of those uh, situations or even feelings like, what is going on with Fridays? We bounced back over the weekend and we're great, but what's going on with Friday? Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually, you know, your Friday, your Friday is your most dominant performance by both pitchers. So when we were losing a couple of those Fridays, I mean. It, you know, it worried us at the beginning of the weekend, but at the same time, we had the confidence to go out the rest of the weekend and say, you know what, Friday's over. Let's go get Saturday and Sunday and get a series win. So, which I think that showed our team had great resili- resiliency. Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, that we were very resilient. How about that? And that uh, we could uh, battle back from the toughest adversity. So, I was proud of the team, but it got cut short. Andy, that weekend in Houston, the uh, Shriners Hospitals for Children Classic, man, what a great weekend for you guys. Wins over uh, Missouri, LSU, and Arkansas. Uh, at least a couple of those, right, were comeback wins. What a great weekend that was. Yeah, it was a blast. Like you said, the comeback wins. It, 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 there's no better feeling than a comeback win, um, and especially against three top-tier SEC teams. So it was good. I think we struck early versus Missouri. They tied it up, and then we took the lead, and then we were down four nothing versus LSU. But and then got the uh, got the win versus Arkansas. But that LSU game, I think, showed the heart of this team. Being down four nothing, I mean, being down four nothing versus anybody's tough as it is, but being down four nothing versus LSU is a little bit different monster. When especially when they have ten to fifteen thousand people in the stands, and we don't have a ton of experience. You know, I think me and Nick and Chase have a little experience and uh, Mac in the outfield, but other than that, there's not a ton of experience as the hitters, but our young hitters are the ones that stepped up in that game and with Ricky and Chase having big big shots there and Nick with that absolute monster bomb. So it, it was awesome to see the heart of that team in that game. Andy, you guys ended up playing really one of the last, uh, maybe was the last uh, event for Baylor this year. It was Wednesday, March 11th. You played Dallas Baptist uh, at Baylor Ballpark. Uh, with everything that was swirling around, you know, a lot of uncertainty going into that game, what was uh, what were you guys thinking when you played that game against DBU? Um, so the game versus DBU wasn't – we hadn't really heard anything yet, or at least our coaching okay. staff hadn't – you know, didn't maybe didn't want to worry us during the midweek game or whatnot, but we hadn't you. heard anything. But the next day at practice is when everything started to unfold, and that practice was eerie. That's the best way I can describe it. It was it had a really like cold feeling to it. Um, and we were practicing, um, and we got the word that most of the classes are going to go online, which at first we were all extremely excited about <laughs> because you know we. As a unit in the clubhouse, we thought, cool, we don't really have to go to class anymore. We can just play ball and, you know, do that sort of thing. But as it got more and more serious, it started to turn into, oh, this actually might might cancel our season, might cut our season short. So it was a super scary time, but uh, I think our coaching staff helped us through it the best that they could, and uh, the team stayed stayed together pretty good. What was that conversation like when when it came down to okay, there's not going to be a season. You know, they, they're going to have to they're going to have to cut it short. And, and like you said, you were you guys were really starting to get going and, and felt like you were a really good team and looked like a pretty close unit as well. But just those conversations, realizing that hey, we're not going to have any season, guys. What was that like? It, it, there's no way to prepare for it, so it, it was hard. Um, I think a lot of our guys did the best job we could have with. Um, our coach is telling us slow by slow, hey, this is going to be cut, this is going to be cut short, this is going to be cut short. 
hey, no more classes, stuff like that. So our coaches did a pretty good job preparing us for it, but there's no, there's nothing really you can do for, hey, your season's now over. And especially being a senior, as I know we have a bunch of other seniors, I think there's 12 of us. That, that's hard to hear because you, your mind goes into like instant panic. And like, what does this mean? So it was scary. It was hard. Um, but, you know, I think with the NTA's decision, what they've done is they've done a really good job allowing all and the seniors to come back. So really scary, but, but at the same time, there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, a great move by the NCAA to do that. Baylor is certainly uh, open to making it work for you know seniors to come back for another year. Uh, what, what's your? Uh, I understand you you really haven't made a definitive decision yet on what you're going to do, but kind of walk us through your thought process on that option. Yeah, for sure. I, I still haven't made a definitive answer quite yet. I, I'd love to come back and play for sure. That's my number one goal. Um, I'd also really love to get into better law. So if I can make both of those things, both of those things happen, that would be the dream for me. Uh, but it all comes down to money. Uh, I don't think any of us seniors plan for a fifth year financially. So making that financially happen would be the number one thing. And then getting into law school would be number two. So if I had all that of the law school and the money figured out, I'd be back in a heartbeat. But as of right now, I'm not, I'm not sure yet. So, I think in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll find out some more info and get that all squared away for for me potentially coming back to that this year. How much of that conversation are you having uh, with Coach Rodriguez about about weighing your options and trying to get everything figured out? Yeah, I mean that's that's my primary source. Him and our um, academic advisor Paige. That's the that's the two people I'm talking to the most. Um, trying to get that figured out, and it's hard because they have so many things that they have to do and so many people that they have to talk to as well. So, you know, it's, it's tough. I'm, I'm trying to stay as patient as possible, and we'll see where it takes it. But, you know, I think that having a positive attitude about this and, and hoping for the best, and no matter what the situation turns out to be, it will be okay. So I, I'm excited. I, I would love to come back more than anything. That's That's what I want, and that's what I hope that we can make happen. So right now it's just a waiting game. Well, you know, we'd love to have you back, uh, back on the field for another year next year, but we want what's best for you. And law school sounds like a great option for you. So, uh, good luck as you work through those decisions. It's great to visit with you. And, uh, we really do appreciate you getting up early this morning. I know, uh, you, you have got the option of sleeping in a little bit now more than normal. So thanks for being on with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. And good luck with the podcast. Keep that going. We'll keep tuning in. <laughs> Andy Thomas with us, Baylor baseball senior coming to us from uh, from California. So uh, Q, obviously Pacific time, two hours earlier than here. So 738 right now Pacific time as we wrap up with Andy. And one of the things he said in the podcast was that, you know, a little more relaxed schedule. He's got four classes this semester and you're doing them all online. So you kind of have to be disciplined, but work on your own uh, time frame there. So, you know, he found himself uh, getting more rest than he had. (laughs) during his time on campus.
Right, and you know, the thing about it is he's probably used to the rest he was getting on campus, so the rest that he's getting now, which is a lot more, is probably almost uncomfortable. You know what yeah. I mean? When you get yeah. that when you get that extra rest, you almost feel a little bit groggy or, you know, just not really yep. your right mind. I mean, for me, I know uh, that's a perfect example. It's it's hard for me to actually sleep in because I, I kind of want to stay on my regular schedule. So uh, I'm sure he'll get used to it at, at some point, and it'll probably be a little bit easier. But I know, especially at first, that was tough to tough to get used to. Yeah, I, I hear you. I can agree uh, agree with that completely. Appreciate Andy being on with us. Thanks uh, to him. Thanks to Rachel Caton for helping set that up from Baylor Athletic Communications as well. Baylor Baseball, by the way, would be in the middle of a series uh, against the Texas Longhorns this weekend. Mm. Uh, would have been a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series to uh, be finished ahead of Easter Sunday. But that's where baseball would have been. Would have opened the series last night at Dishfalk Field in uh, Austin. Would have been getting ready for game two of that uh, three-game Big 12 series tonight in Austin. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we will look ahead. We'll have some birthdays. We'll wrap things up here in the 9 a.m. hour. We appreciate you being with us. Stay tuned. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Person with the rebound, three seconds, two seconds, one second. They will play it out in the Lady Bear. Solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over. Needed to save money. It isn't just salaries. We cut all the budgets 10% too. We are foregoing year-end bonuses, which for a couple of employees amounts to a fairly substantial amount of money. End quote. In the NFL, the Texans have made another trade involving a wide receiver as they sent a 2020 second-round pick, number 57 overall, to the Rams for speedy wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a 2022 fourth-round pick. To get all the details about this trade and all things Texans-related, be sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White to me at 1230 as we talk to John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Friday morning. John Morris sheltered in at home here in Hewitt. Q in the studio making things work for us. And we're brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Phone number is 254-662-0676. Here's the way they are operating right now. You have uh, an interest in uh, one of the boats, uh, pontoons, uh, mercury outboards that they have available. Just give them a call. They'll uh, come meet you or, or connect with them on the web, and they'll meet you outside safely. They can conduct business uh, outside in the uh, yard out there. And uh, you can also, they'll do all the paperwork online, and they'll deliver it to you. So they've got a plan in place even during these times of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So uh, check it out. Uh, give them a call, and they could walk you through that process or you can always look at their inventory on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Check that out. That is Marineland Boating Center. And another nice day ahead today, weather-wise, might get you uh, thinking about being out on the uh, lake in a, a new boat. So uh, check it out on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Or give them a call, and they can uh, answer any questions you might have, 254 254- Six six two zero six seven six for the Marineland Boating Center, making memories since nineteen eighty three. 
to you. Nice day weather-wise today. Uh, looks like tomorrow is uh, predicted to be a washout. And then nice for Easter Sunday. Uh, I'm going to mow today and get that done today. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, here, uh, we've got several, well, like where we live in Hewitt, there's a ton of, uh, live oak trees and there is something, I don't know the right term for it, but there's some kind of shed off of these live oak trees this time of year. And, uh, so when it rained a little bit yesterday, there's a ton of it on the ground and in the flower beds and on the sidewalk and on the driveway. So I got to get all that up. And then I know it's going to rain tomorrow and it'll knock some more out of the trees. But we're, you know, there's no leaves falling right now, but it's this, I don't know what the right term. You know what I'm talking about? Is, is it brown? Is it yes. like, okay, yes. I didn't have any, I'm glad you brought this up because I had uh-huh. no idea what that was either. Okay. I got to the house one day and in my driveway and all on the, on the sidewalk in front of my house only, yeah. it was a bunch of that stuff. And I had no <laughs> idea. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm thinking, is someone playing a prank on me? Did someone yeah, just, you, you know, yeah, throw this stuff in my driveway, but it was literally only in front of our yard. And that was a couple of weeks ago. So the next day when I mowed and everything, I, I did a really good job cleaning that up so it hasn't come back yet but now i'm glad to know what it is yeah and i think i I don't know this i know it's out of uh live oak trees for sure because that's what we've got there's an ordinance here in our area that everybody has live oak uh trees you know as you build here you have to have two in your front yard so everybody's got them so we got a bunch of that here um and it just seems like this is the time of year when that that I, the best way I can describe it is just kind of shed. It's yeah. it's kind of like, I mean, it's not leaves, but it, it almost it, looks it almost looks like an ant farm or an ant hill. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah, it's it real. Does. Yeah, it's really weird looking. So I'm telling you, it stood out to me so much when I turned the corner and was going to the house. I thought. You know, I looked around like, okay, there's a camera on me. Someone's got me. You know, this is this is going to be a funny. And, yeah, it, it took a while to get it all up. When I I mean, when I mowed, it didn't come all the way up, so I had to use my blower and, and, and kind of get it all in a, in a pile and then sweep it all up. And, I mean, that worked. But, yeah, I was so wondering what in the world that stuff was. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what I'm dealing with today. I've got time to do it, and I'll knock that out today and uh, get it looking great. And then it'll rain and it'll knock more out of the trees tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, so a good day, good day to mow here also. Wanted to mention this. Uh, did you notice a lot of blue lights were shining last night? That was a pretty cool deal. The lights on the bridges going over, um, uh, near McLean Stadium going over the Brazos were all turned blue last night. And that was to recognize and, uh, give honor to our healthcare workers. Nice. And that was a pretty cool deal. There's some really neat pictures from around here and around the country also of, like, stadiums that turned on uh, blue lights and things like that. So uh, that was a really nice uh, way to play, uh, pay honor and tribute to our health care workers. No, that is. That, that's really cool. I didn't get a chance to see that. I couldn't tell you the last time I drove over anywhere near McLean Stadium, to be yeah, honest. I, it, yeah. It's just been so... To work and back, to work and back, and that's just about it. You know, I mean, that's really the extent of my driving has been. Uh, it, it's actually great on my gas, but for the most, <laughs> for the most part, it's it's just kind of you know I'm so routine now, just going to work and home. I haven't really gotten out and done anything. But man, uh, that that is really cool. That's a nice uh, that's a nice salute, and you know, kind of goes back to a few weeks ago when uh, McLean Stadium was lit up when they had the the lights of hope and. Right. And, and I thought that that was really cool, too. So any kind of little gesture you can get or, or, or see, you know, that's just kind of like, yeah, hey, hang in there, guys. We're going to all get through this together is really cool.
Yeah, that's true. And uh, great little small touches there. So well done by the folks who made that happen uh, yesterday and last night. Uh, how about uh, how about Ward's birthday? What uh, <laughs> how'd that go over yesterday? Oh man, we did three hours, and we <laughs> literally talked about Ward's birthday all th- in, in all three hours. Did and, you? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I started the show talking about his birthday, and then uh, I started getting people to to hit up our Bush's Chicken text line and just text in a happy birthday wish to Ward. But then I also was asking for your best old joke too so <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah so we and did he that. handled it okay oh yeah he i mean he loved every minute of it he was laughing but it, it was funny I mean, we had a lot of good old jokes and then also uh steven played some some music that that kind of reflected on either it's your birthday or you're really old or like glory days or you know it's just so <laughs> right. many it was so many different things it was, it was a lot of fun we had a lot of fun with it Hey, that's pretty good. Pretty good. So uh, great to celebrate uh, Ward's birthday yesterday, whether he wanted us to or not. (laughs) Right. We were going to do it, so uh, nothing was going to stop us there. Um, Let's mention a couple of birthdays today. I'm scanning down my list here. Here we go. Um, See who we've got today. Our good friend Ron Thulin's birthday is today. Ron uh, has worked uh, with uh, Fox Sports uh, for many, many years. Uh, And going back, he did a ton of NBA games for TBS uh, in the early days when TBS had those games. But uh, Ron does uh, a ton of uh, Baylor women's basketball, Big 12 women's basketball games. Uh, Would have been in Kansas City to do the Big 12 women's tournament on television. I I don't know if he ever even made the trip to Kansas City as it was canceled. But uh, happy birthday to Ron Thulin. Lives in uh, San Antonio's best I know. Uh, Still lives in San Antonio. Really, really good guy. Uh, today is Patrick Hunter's birthday, former Baylor basketball guard. Happy birthday to uh, Patrick Big Game Hunter. Uh, John Singletary works at Baylor. Happy birthday to uh, to John. And on campus there or working remotely from campus. Mm, who else do we have on the list here? Oh, today's Donald Citrano's birthday. Donald from the uh, coffee shop out in McGregor. Happy birthday to uh, Donald. And uh, I think that's all I've got on my list uh, today, Q, for birthdays. Um, But I wanted to go into uh, uh, yesterday, so we won't be here. I mean, tomorrow, we won't be here tomorrow. So a few on the list for tomorrow, including Tracy Taft. So happy birthday to uh, one of uh, Coach and Mrs. Taft's daughters, Tracy. Her birthday is tomorrow. Uh, Casey Strauss's birthday is tomorrow. Coach John Strauss, we talked Baylor baseball with Andy Thomas, and Coach John Strauss is uh, my neighbor uh, just across the street, and one of their sons, Casey, his birthday is tomorrow. Um, Who else? Uh, For tomorrow, Joe Wharton, former Baylor pitcher, Kerry Hancock, uh, and Dan Hare. Uh, and Mindy Otter's birthday are tomorrow. So those are uh, some birthdays today and tomorrow going into an Easter weekend like uh, probably none of us have ever been through, Q. Uh, So many people uh, plan for and look forward to uh, Easter Sunday and everything it stands for and represents, but uh, it's just going to be different. We'll all be worshiping 
uh, remotely uh, on Easter Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be a Easter that's not like no other, like you mentioned. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be strange. A lot of family usually get together and you know have, have dinner and and celebrate the day together. And so that's not going to happen. I mean, you're basically going to be uh, like you mentioned, uh, remotely doing everything, and you'll be at, at your house with uh, you know your immediate family, your immediate loved ones, and uh, that, that's just about it. But Again, I think this whole kind of year, just going to kind of put an asterisk next to it and say, hey, you remember that? Remember when that was going on? So it'll be something to to look back at at some point and talk about. Yeah, that's true. And you're right. I mean, the Easter uh, weekend or Easter Sunday is a big family gathering uh, Mm -hmm. day or weekend. And, you know, we'll have very little, if any, of that this year. Right, exactly. I mean, again, a lot of families usually get together and, you know, put – put some uh, meat on the grill, do a little bit of barbecuing, and, and like I said, celebrating Easter, the, the day that it is, and the celebration, what it, what it means. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun usually, but uh, this year just gonna, it's going to be a little different. It's going to feel a little different. But then again, for the last month or so, it's, it's, everything's felt a little different. Yeah, man, isn't that the truth? All right, so uh, everybody enjoy uh, Easter weekend, Easter Sunday, uh, the relevance of that, what it stands for, and, uh, you know, we can do that whether we're together or it's fun to to be together uh, and celebrate that, but uh, if we can't make the most of that. Q, what what do you guys have coming up between 12 and 3 today? Well, we are loaded. Man, we have a big show for you. Uh, Coming up at 12.15, we're going to start things off immediately with Bill Jones from CBS 11 talking all things Cowboys. Uh, John McClain will join us at 1230 from the Houston Chronicle talking Texans and the rest of the NFL and the Texans made a big trade over the over the or last night. Matter of fact, and uh, that, that I'm sure we'll have plenty of conversation about that. Uh, Kim Mulkey, the Hall of Famer, she'll be uh, she'll be joining us at 1:30. Obviously, Lady Bears uh, head coach, so that that'll be a fun conversation. Now that now that she's uh, kind of been a Hall of Famer for about a week, you know, has it <laughs> has it sunk in yet? You know, is it, how does it feel almost a week later? So that that like I said, always will be a fun conversation. Uh, Rich Samini from ESPN.com, we missed him yesterday. He wasn't able to join us, so we'll continue our. ESPN Central Texas NFL Draft at 2 o'clock, talking all things Jets and the number 11 overall pick with Rich Samini. And then we're going to close things down with my buddy from uh, Fresno, California, matter of fact, 940 ESPN Fresno, Christopher Gabriel. Uh, The UFC 249 was canceled, and uh, apparently it was going to happen basically in the backyard of Fresno there in Lemoore at uh, the Tachi Palace, but it's been canceled. And so I'm going to get his thoughts. He was very... uh, he had a lot of good good things to say, or he had a lot of things to say, emotional things to say about the UFC 249 when it was supposed to happen. So I uh, just kind of want to see where he's coming from now Now that it's been canceled. So that's going to close out the show. And I'm telling you, if you blink, the show will be over. It's going to go yeah. by so fast. Fantastic. All right, that's coming up today, 12 to 3. It's Q, it's Ward, it's uh, Stephen, and then Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox on the Matt Mosley Show from 3 to 6, all coming up this afternoon. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas, where we had uh, Andy Thomas on with us this morning, the Baylor uh, senior catcher. Great to visit with him. And uh, if you missed any or all of that, it'll be up shortly on the website as a podcast. Uh, and that is SyntexSportsFan.com. Andy reminds you again, have has his own podcast going, so check that out. Uh, Behind the Dish is, uh, is the title of his podcast. And I think you'll enjoy hearing from him. We enjoy Enjoyed visiting with him today. Uh, great to visit with Andy Thomas from California. Hey, Jamo, real quick before yes. b- before you wrap up the show, yeah. and I guess I could have told you this off the air, but uh, that yeah. was a, a good interview with uh, with him. And since he's doing podcasts from a guy who does podcasts every day, if you email that to him, that could be a feature on his podcast. Oh, just very saying, good idea. Just throwing it out yeah. there. 
<laughs> I'm doing it. I'm emailing it to him right now. Good call. <laughs> Very good. All right, Q. Hey, appreciate you. Have a safe weekend. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to everyone uh, who is tuned in today. Be safe. Uh, stay in as much as possible. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you on Monday. Appreciate you tuning in here on ESPN Central Texas. This crowd has gone deadly silent. Cinderella story out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion.